Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker, Barrity Jagdish and Ryan Huang. It's time now for Travel Thursday. Mm-hmm. And there's a new game in town. Actually, no, a new hotel in town. New hotel? Not really new? new? Yeah, yet new. New building? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know, but it looks but, great though. But it's a well-established name, yes. so not yes. really new. Yeah, We're talking about the Hilton. It's opened its biggest hotel in the APEC region, and it's right here in Singapore. Yeah, it's uh, on a busy street on Orchard Road, sitting atop Mandarin Gallery Mall. Um, and, you know, you're talking about a 1,080 rooms along with 2,400 square metres of event space. It's big, all right. <laughs> yeah, over a thousand rooms. That's not very common. Huh? So I think this is something really worth looking at. Yes, yes. And as borders around the world slowly open up, of course, the arrival of Hilton Singapore Orchard is timely. The property also boasts a vibrant blend of contemporary design. We're also talking about innovative dining experience. So it's not just about the space. It's also about the experience that you can mm. expect there. Mm. Uh, so let's talk more about this newly renovated Hilton. Hilton Singapore Orchard with Cedric Nubul, who is General Manager Hilton Singapore Orchard. Cedric, bonjour. How are you? Bonjour. Good morning. How are you? Very good and very excited to talk about this. It looks beautiful on Orchard Road. I mean, why did you guys decide to, to, to open it right there in the heart of Orchard Road? I mean, the location first, thank you for your time so early in the morning. I hope everyone had a great coffee to start the day, just like myself. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Oh, you're in the hospitality business, all right. <laughs> yes, indeed. Excellent. Uh, I think the opening is very timely. We've, uh, we're clearly seeing that travels, borders are reopening. I think he'll, uh, Singapore sent some very strong message uh, with the expansion of VTLs, uh, reawarding and some releasing some of the restrictions. Uh, and that's in terms of location, right? We're really in a very strategic location on Orchard Road. So we, we couldn't have opened at a better time. Travel is at a much better place now than it was a few months back or a year ago. So I think the opening of Hilton Singapore Orchard right now really sends a strong message of how confident we are about the outlook of tourism uh, for Singapore and around the world. You know, some people have said that uh, they find it surprising that hotels and other hospitality businesses are actually expanding and growing during this time. How did you guys rationalize it, considering that there are still so many uncertainties in the world in relation to the pandemic and how that might affect travel and accommodations for not just the short term, but in the medium to long term? I think it's optimism, right? I think Hilton has been... Uh, displaying hospitality for more than 102 years. And, and despite the pandemic, I think we were very optimistic about how travel will rebound. Hospitality is a very resilient sector. And, and once again, I think we, the pandemic gave us the opportunity to reinvent ourselves, uh, have a fresh vision about hospitality. And, and I think what's happening right now is proving us right that we had the right approach to be optimistic. And as we're opening the hotel just before school holidays, and seeing how the, the outlook from a reservation standpoint and what we're seeing for the coming months, uh, we, we're very optimistic. So we, I think hospitality as a whole, but even Hilton, 
has always been very optimistic about how travel will rebound. And we are seeing this through the outlook uh, for the coming months. Mm. I mean, if we were to talk about the Hilton and go back in history, it, it was one of the first marquee hotels to plant its flag here in Singapore some 50 years ago, or maybe even a little bit more than that. Previously at the far end of Orchard, now you're right next to Somerset MRT. How is this new Hilton going to be different apart from the mega hotel size? I get that question a lot, right? So of course, yeah, it's 50 years of uh, legacy in Orchard Road. I like to summarize that by bigger, better, and stronger. Um, <laughs> oh, well, of course, 1,080 rooms. We're the largest Hilton in Asia Pacific. But what it does, really, I think we're going to be brand-defining Hilton. We're a landmark in the landmark location. But the newness of the property after one of its 50 million master renovation mm. gave us the opportunity to really push the boundaries from an experience standpoint. So experience has been at the heart of every decision we made. We make sure that we re-looked at everything we do, but also the fact that we want to push and elevate uh, and have a different approach to renowned Hilton hospitality. And last but not the least, I think the team. We, I pride myself to have a very strong team coming out of the pandemic, eager to deliver an elevated um, service excellence, uh, but also much more resilient than we were two years ago. Um, and then I think from a food and beverage standpoint, we have five new concepts around the hotel where we really want to pride ourselves to be a dining destination. Right. Before we get to talking more about all the other offerings and highlights, let's talk about you and your role in all of this specifically, Cedric. I understand that you oversaw the conversion and renovation and you are quite intimate with all of those details. Tell us about that experience. What were some of the challenges you faced? What were you going for? Has that vision been realized? This has been a lifetime opportunity, right? You, you don't get to convert 1,000 rooms in Singapore during the pandemic. It did push us to our limits. It did push our resilience. But I think it really gave us an opportunity to be more creative. So I think we thrive through challenges. And the challenge that was given to us, we turned out into opportunities. And... Hearing the feedback from customers in the first three weeks of operations, uh, I think we're very proud of um, how we've challenged ourselves, made certain decisions, and pushed our limits uh, from an experience standpoint. So, um, yes, it was challenges, but I think it, we, we came up very resilient and much more creative when we worked together as a group with our ownership group, the design teams behind it, and the project team that were on that project. Mm. And and Cedric, this is your this is your third conversion project. Do you tend to <laughs> personal note? Do you tend to like want to make sure? Is it a personal goal to make sure it is bigger, better, and and more amazing? Do you tend to use the same team all the time? No, I I just love challenges. Mm-hmm. I've been with Hilton for twenty one years, and my motto around my career has been "sky's the limit." <laughs> so. <laughs> I like to challenge every goals that I'm given, any boundaries. I like to surround myself with strong team because you cannot go through this alone. Mm. Uh, and I've been quite lucky that I had different team around my hotels, but always very successful. Uh, and it's all about partnership with the ownership group, your corporate team. And, and I think here we really had a dream team on that project. 
but yes, I, I like to challenge myself for sure. I'm sure things have changed since the pandemic when it comes to consumer preferences. Uh, how are guests perceiving the staycation experience, for instance? Let's talk about that for a minute, the staycation concept. I'm sure you've had to market yourself more domestically in order to get the attention of people who are just staying in Singapore because it's so much harder to get the attention of international travelers where it's restricted. So what exactly are you doing in order to reach that domestic market more effectively at this point? Uh, You have a very valid point here. I mean, we we tend to realize an international company sometimes outborn. And of course, our focus has been on domestic market. Our marketing and PR efforts have really been to drive the local market. But we also felt that we had a responsibility because we're hosting people who have not been traveling for two years. So their expectation when they come to a hotel um, are quite high. And our, our approach to those staycation is this is here to stay. We don't want staycation for us to be short term because people are not traveling. Our, focus on domestic markets, whether it being on social events, weddings, or staycation, are going to be sustainable. So uh, it's not going to be a short term that we looked at it. Uh, a lot of the studies have shown also that people were much more eager on safety and cleanliness because of the pandemic. And I think that Hilton has taken a very serious approach about it with Clean Stay by Hilton, where we have sort of pushed our everything when it comes to cleanliness and hygiene standards. I went past the front lobby. It's it's very big, bright, and white, and that gives me a feeling of cleanliness. <laughs> um, I want to talk to you about a trendy topic, but well, not quite trendy, very important as well. What are your thoughts? What's your opinion with regard to sustainability issues in the hospitality industry? Uh, I like to say sustainability is not a choice anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a responsibility, right? It's a... Uh, and we have taken a very serious approach. And again, through the renovation, we made sure that sustainability was at the heart of what we do. Hilton as a whole know that the success of our business is linked to our ability to be more sustainable and grow sustainably. Um, we, we are one of the largest Hilton um, operating company. Yeah. So we need to make sure that we have a critical responsibility to protect our community. So throughout the experience at Hilton Singapore Orchard, the customer will be able to see through different details how we embrace sustainability. We have eliminated, eliminated plastic keys, which is something that is used quite heavily in hotels, replace them with wooden key cards. Even if the customer will also be able through their phone to use their digital key. We are removing the small bathroom amenities to move to bulk amenities. Mm-hmm. So that will help us to re- reduce plastic consumption by 50%. Uh, another one is also these famous plastic water bottles that we have. We are eliminating that, and we're going to have our own uh, water filtration system and bottling where we'll have glass bottles in the rooms. And these are just details, but we have really pushed the sustainability at our hotel to try to be zero plastic, but try to be as, as sustainable as, as we can because really it's, it's not a choice anymore. It's a responsibility. You know, Singaporeans love their food, right? And I'm sure international travelers do as well. So I'm curious about the buffet concept at hotels. This has been a point of contention for a while, right? People have been talking about food waste. And I know that many hotels have taken steps to reduce this as well. And this is part of sustainability too, isn't it? So what is the new buffet concept looking like right now? 
what helps us? I mean, we, we have five dining concepts at the hotel. Uh, of course, we have maintained the two-star Michelin Chin Sanantan and the award-winning Chatterbox that have reopened their doors this week on the 14th of March. There is very high expectation of Osteria Mozza Benanti Silverton coming back, which is due to open by the, month, uh, by the end of April. We have a lobby lounge and bar, Ginger Lily. And then to your point, we have Estate, which are residential older dining, which is a buffet concept. What really helps us personally is we have pushed the buffet concept to be a bit more almost to a, a la carte presentation. So it's a bit more minimalist, right? So the, the chef has been quite creative on ensuring that through the food presentation and the portioning, uh, there's a bit less waste that, you know, the big buffet where unfortunately at the end of your service, you have to throw out a lot of the food. And then it's also how creative you are to maybe reuse some of the dishes um, in other dish, in a salad or the different things. But it's all about the chef being also very sustainably friendly and quite uh, strategic about the food presentation and the menu engineering. I suppose then that, that leads us to industry billion-dollar question type of thing. With, with COVID cases going up and down, yes, more people are getting infected, more people are getting some form of immunity. What's your personal outlook where recovery in the tourism sector is concerned for this year? I'm, I'm not optimistic by nature, right? And, <laughs> and when we look at the data, I mean, the data are telling us that the world is turning towards yeah. an endemic approach. We're seeing it in Europe, the United States, and we're seeing it through the different decisions that Singapore government has been making. And, and the outlook itself is proving us that people are much more comfortable with travel than they were six months back or a year back. Mm. Um, we're seeing it through our reservation system for our outlook for our numbers in the coming weeks and months the confidence in travel came back so i think it's very positive us opening opening 1000 room in singapore sent a very strong message on how we're confident into travel and tourism in singapore but also us as a brand to come back and our confidence and our resilience towards the outlook in tourism in the coming months you know, Cedric, I'm wondering about the manpower situation right now and talent attraction in the hospitality industry. This industry has grappled with such issues for many years, even pre-COVID, right? And during COVID, I believe a lot of people left the industry as uh, activities slowed down. Are they coming back? What are you doing to attract people and to continue attracting the best people to the hospitality industry and to retain them as well? So the great thing about us, right, Hilton has been for the past couple of years, won numerous awards as being one of the great places to work uh, from a world standpoint. So we have, we, we're having global recognition when we comes to be a great employer. Then it's the profile of that project being 1,000 room in Singapore after master renovation generated a lot of interest for people to join us. And there's also a lot of internal talents. Uh, you have to make sure that you, that you grow, that you train your team and uh, creating some opportunities within your team. So this is something that we're also very strategic about. Um, and ultimately, I think that um, Hilton has always been attracting uh, local talent and international talent. So we, we started the hotel by hosting a major group, the LPGHSBC um, Women World Championship. Mm-hmm. That was a significant amount of rooms and guests around the hotel. And the team responded very well to that. So it was sort of a proof of fire to open a hotel with a group. But then they said that we were uh, very successful, uh, again, being very confident for the months to come. But I do believe that 
because travel is going to ramp up. It's not that borders will just reopen worldwide from one night to the other. It's not going to be an overnight. So it sort of gives us the opportunity to ramp up also our recruitment efforts until travel demand is back to where it was in 2019. You alluded to several awards that you've won for being a great place to work. What are some of the practices uh, that you've put in place to merit those awards? How exactly do you attract, retain and ensure that your employees continue to think of you as a great place to work? Um, Hilton has this people-first approach where it, it starts with their people. Our team is at the heart of, at the heart of everything we do, and we do know that to have to run a successful hotel, it starts with your team. So we make sure that through our actions, through the different activities and programs we have in place in the heart of the house, that uh, our team members feel appreciated, recognize, and then we work alongside them to to really listen to them. So there's a lot of things we do internally. And then Hilton, from a global global approach, has really very strong approach to team members, to team member engagement, uh, and this thing that we call Thrive, which is how we connect body, mind, spirit at work to to find the perfect balance between work and your private life. Uh, We do know that mental health has been a key issue for the past two years, but we realized that it was not something only for the past two years during COVID. So we made sure we had those difficult conversations. And Hilton has developed certain tools and platforms so that people could openly open about mental health issues or any needs that they may have during the pandemic. We've been speaking with Cedric Noble, who is General Manager Hilton Singapore Orchard. Cedric, really appreciate your time this morning. You take care and stay safe, yeah? Thank you. Looking forward to seeing you at Hilton Singapore Orchard very soon. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.